Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of the Conan Lounge podcast. I am so excited that you're here. And before we dive right into this juicy, juicy episode today, I want to give a huge, big, warm, sparkly disco unicorn shout out to my client, Gary, who went through six figure stories and he's been absolutely killing it. He dove right into the strategies, applied them literally the next day, gave me updates on VDM, which truthfully I just love. And he has signed, he's enrolled four people into his group program. He signed a new one-on-one client. He sold a couple lower ticket offer. He's paid his rent just from his group program sales using what he learned in Six Figure Stories. Holy cow. You are my best, most sparkly, amazing friend. I love you. Keep killing it. Keep pitching and selling on Instagram stories. This is where we invite people into our magical world. And I'm just so freaking excited for you and so flippin' proud of you because, yeah, you have really, really, really put in the work and the effort and the energy using those strategies to your advantage. And yeah, I just can't wait to see you sell more of your beautiful, wholesome, amazing offers. Sending you much love and keep killing it, my friend. Are coaches greedy? That is one of the key questions that I was asked in the DMs and I just love it. So the other day I was opening up my DMs and someone popped inside responding to one of my stories where I shared my high level income. And the person asked, I've got a question for you to answer on your stories. When is enough enough? Money and sales, I mean. I see so many coaches talking about scaling and growing, etc., when they're already doing very well financially. So when is it enough? I would love to know your answer to this. Now, we had a lot of fun actually discussing this on my Instagram stories, and there is a highlight on my profile where I saved the replies. I opened it up with the question sticker so other people could chip in, and I've also given you my own personal opinion. But because this story was so important and such a big conversation to actually have, I wanted to bring it here to you on the podcast and actually talk about it. Because those are questions that I know I asked myself in the beginning of my business journey as well. Aren't 10k months enough? Why do you need more when you're already making 50-60k per month? And when is enough enough? Are coaches greedy? 
And I know these conversations and these questions are probably running through your mind as well. So let's take a look at this conversation and this question. Now, the first thing that I instantly recognize as a coach and with the amount of experience that I have now is that there is meaning attached. There is meaning attached to money and I can tell that there is meaning because if you can have too much, that implies that there is a quantity of money that is good and a quantity of money that is bad. So what stands out instantly to me in this question is, okay, well, clearly there's some meaning, there are some beliefs at work. So let's look at the implications of this question. And this is also what I asked right back. Well, if there's such thing as too much money, is there also such thing as too much impact? How many people do you want to heal? How many women do you want to help lose weight? Is there such thing as too many? Right? That is the counter question that we need to, that we need to ask ourselves. If there is a cap for our income, is there also a cap for how many people we can help with our skills and with our gifts? Do you have an upper limit? 500 people and then you're going to retire because you don't want to heal more inner children. 500 people and then you're going to retire from weight loss coaching because more than that would be too many. This alone, this counter question gave him a 180 degree shift, like mindset wise. So the reply I got for that is, oh my gosh, I love that answer. It's about how many people do you want to help? Massive mindset shift. I'd say millions and millions of people. So if you feel like, how much money is too much? Am I being greedy? Ask yourself this question instead. Can you, instead of thinking about scaling your businesses and like, I need more money, I need more money. What if the focus is actually on like, I wonder if there's just five more people I could help. Then the scaling happens as a byproduct of the impact that you're making. So if you don't steal or force people to give you money, you're not standing behind them with a whip being like, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, then to me, money is just a direct reflection of how many lives you've changed in the process. And we look at money as something that should have an upper limit because we attach that kind of meaning like, oh, you want a lot of money? That means you're greedy. You earn a lot of money. That means you must be taking it from someone else. But money actually has no meaning at all. You wouldn't be opposed to giving Mother Teresa or some other charitable person a million dollars because you know and you trust that they do so much good, right? The meaning of money changes with the context because money itself is neutral, If the context is what matters, then the context for your business and your life needs to be clear. If you want to be sure that you're scaling your business with good intentions and not because you're suspicious that you might be greedy yourself, then ask yourself, what is the context of my business? And for me, here's here's my context. When I do my business... My goals are honesty and impact. Those are the two main goals. So when I talk about honesty, I want to make sure that the people know exactly what they're getting when they buy my stuff, that they know who I am and what I can do for them. 
So no false promises. And also, I'm not pretending like I'm not selling a service. I'm not pretending like, oh, look, like this is like the offer. And then also you like, yeah, it's, you know, you have to pay for it. No, I'm not. I'm not pretending to build an online community just for the sake of an online community. No, I'm building intentionally an online community for sales and I don't hide that. And that is why my selling doesn't come off as as fake or salesy or sleazy or like yucky. I'm just super straightforward, like a business, like, like a grocery store that's open for business. You also don't walk into Trader Joe's being like, ugh, I can't believe they're selling those bell peppers. No, you walk inside anticipating like it's a store, it's open for business. I'm happy that I get to buy my favorite vegetable. <laughs> right? And selling is really authentic and, and, and just like true and embodied when we just show up and we talk with excitement about our offer without hiding our true intention. Of course, I want to be selling. Of course, because I am building a business. So I don't hide that and I don't pretend that the work I do on social media isn't directly related to my offers. And because it's such a clear like intention, it's squeaky clean energy, right? I never feel bad mentioning my offers or talking about them. Heck, I don't even feel bad mentioning my offers inside my program. Because if you're in CTS and I teach you how to sell your one offer and how to attract a consistent stream of new clients, why wouldn't I also tell you, okay, well, after you've learned to sell one offer, it is time to expand your offer suite so you can now sell multiple offers and people can buy from you over and over and over again. It makes perfect sense to have continuation offers, right? You don't just like your work doesn't just end with, I don't know, teaching someone how to lose weight. But then after that, there is also this work done to like build consistency, healthy habits, long term support, right? There is more to that journey than just that one thing. So it makes perfect sense for me to pitch one offer or to talk to just mention really one offer and tell you like hey friend this is the logical next step in your business journey and you wouldn't believe how many times I have gotten dms from people along the lines of like oh my god I'm so glad you just told me what the next step is because that allowed me to anticipate it and I could just buy the resource or I could buy the course. I was well prepared and hence my business is growing so much faster than if I had tried to figure this out on my own, bounce from five different courses, like forth and back, trying to figure out what is actually my next step, right? So when you're being honest, when you're being really straight up of like, okay, well, this is what I know comes next. This is like the offer you can buy. Like it does, it, it has no connotation and no side feeling to it, right? So this is why I strive for honesty. There's no judgment or pressure in my world. Like if you don't want to buy it, you don't want to buy it. Cool. Good for you. My job is to honestly provide the context so that you can either choose not to buy it consciously or choose to invest. And that's good too. That means also for me, like, if you choose not to be in my world, honestly, I'm so grounded in my work that I feel a little bit like, uh, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I, I think my offers are the best. But if you decide something else is a better fit for you, like, how could I argue with that? If you decide it's a better fit, right? That's also a personal preference thing. 
there's nothing like there's nothing to pressure or argue or convince you otherwise you decide it's a better fit something else okay so you go for that so this is what honesty does in your business. When you've got your values straight and you know, okay, well, this is the context in which I sell and in which I do my business and in which I acquire more money and you're in alignment with those values, then there's no yucky, greedy feeling in my opinion. And then the second part of the context to my business and my life and my money is impact. As long as I can be of service to others while honoring my own capacity and needs, isn't it the kindest thing ever to make my gifts and skills and knowledge available to others for purchase? Instead of just like locking it up because I decide for myself, it's enough. Like if someone comes to me and is like, Virginia, can you really help me build my business? Like I want to spend more time with my family. This nine to five job that I hold right now or this client that I have is like, they're really not fulfilling me. I really want to build passive income or I want to launch an online course or like I want to take my life in a different direction. I'm not going to go, no, sorry, Janet, I've already made 50K for it a month. So you know, I don't want to make more money because then I'd be seen as greedy. No, that's not my vibe. I was, I'm going to go ask Janet or whoever is approaching me and ask like, okay, well, what exactly do you need help with? Do I have a program that matches your needs? What is the level of support that you want? Do I have capacity for another one-on-one client? Is my mastermind about to start? And then we can have this really, really friendly chat. You tell me what you need. You tell me what you want. And then we can see how I can help make an impact in your life. And not just in your life, but your client's life, your family's life, right? It's this giant ripple. And as long as I'm shooting for honesty in my marketing, being very clear and very concise and like, okay, this is what you get. I'm not tricking you. I'm not selling you false hopes. I'm not giving you false promises, right? I'm honest in what my intention is and I'm honest in what I'm selling and I'm shooting for impact. Then no, there's absolutely no limit. The sky is not even the limit. Like I will make as much money as I will make as long as I keep striving for honest, earning it honestly and earning it through impact. Those are the two values that I've decided for myself. So what I can ask you or what I want to give you is one is permission to freely pitch and sell your heart out. Really look at it like, how can I talk about my offer so I can change someone's life? How can I talk about my offer so the people who actually really want to have this thing know it's for them and they buy it, right? And not because you want to hit another income goal, but because, and this has to do with long-term thinking, because you want to make that impact. That is what also creates a healthy business long-term. And as long as you're doing this with alignment for your values, then it's the purest and most in integrity way of building your business and scaling to multiple six, seven figures, whatever your heart desires really truthfully, as long as you're in alignment with how much capacity you have, how much, uh, what your needs are, your personal needs, right? And your values, now, selling and, and sales in general only becomes really salesy and sleazy is when we fall out of alignment 
with our values, out of alignment with our authentic self, our authentic energy, and our capacity, and we start dishonoring our needs. So if you right now are feeling like, oh, okay, like selling really just feels so bad, your job is to look at it and be like, okay, well, where am I out of alignment? Now, the fun thing is the person who sent me that question, they had a very bad sales experience where they were taught all these really pushy marketing techniques and sales techniques of like, oh, you have to take the credit card on the call and you have to track leads as if it's not people on the other side of the screen, right? We, we tend to forget that. Now, he felt so bad for these pushy marketing techniques. He felt so bad exerting pressure on people. And what and, and does he almost felt like there was like sales PTSD. Now, the fun thing that happened on my stories was that a lot of people said they can relate to the sales PTSD because they too were taught these sales techniques. But here's the beautiful thing. You have full control of how you run your business. You can have full control about how you sell. So if you're suffering from quote unquote sales or marketing PTSD from these pushy marketing techniques, what you can do is you can look at the techniques that you're using for sales right now and simply compare them. Like, does this align with the capacity and energy that I have? Do I actually enjoy doing them? Do they give me energy? Or are they like just draining me? And if they're draining me and I have all these negative feelings around them, why? Do they not align with my values? Do they not align with who I am? Right? So you look for this alignment. You're like, okay, well, what are my values again? Okay, well, I want people to be empowered to make a buying decision so they find me and they make that buying decision based on the content that I put out there and the clear communication. And my values mean I don't exert pressure, but I let them, I empower them to choose my offers if they feel like they're the right fit. Right? So again, by getting clear on your values and getting really clear on what you want to do instead, like how you envision good selling and selling that feels really aligned to you, that is how you move out of PTSD, of your sales PTSD. Now, here are two things I want you to know. If you can't think of a way where selling could possibly feel good, it's because you're too zoomed in. It's like holding a newspaper up like one inch away from your nose. That's 2.2 centimeters for my metric people, right? You can't read what's on the newspaper if you hold the snippet this close to your eyes. So it's time to zoom out. Okay, well, there's one way of selling that I've been taught, this way of selling, and it doesn't align. What other options do I have? What do I, like, can I find someone who will teach me how to sell the way I want to be selling. So if you just want to sell by, yeah, I just want to post to social media and people are buying on their own, fantastic. Then find someone who teaches that. Now, if you're like, but I don't think I could ever sell in a way that feels good. It's because you're only thinking of one way of selling, like that used car salesman, right? You, you're only looking at that. But there are so many examples in your life that could be your sales reference point. Right? Being sold at Chanel or Dior feels so freaking good. You walk inside, it's a beautiful carpeted floor, the mood lighting is impeccable, 
those stores smell so nice. And instantly someone approaches you and is like, hey, are you looking for something specific or would you just like to browse? And then depending on what your preference is, you can either say, oh, I would love to be advised. Maybe they bring you champagne, right? Or you could say, no, I would actually love to just have a look at everything and walk around. And you can spend two hours there looking at things, taking out a bag, looking at the bag, looking at the jewelry, again, sipping champagne. And at no point in time, is there pressure where people are like, oh, but now you've looked at this bag, now you have to buy it, right? So it can feel so wonderful or bridal dress shopping can be this phenomenal experience where they really like help you look incredible and enjoy trying on those dresses. And again, you're being served champagne, right? So there are lots of ways and examples to make selling and buying just this incredible experience and so fun. And you get to create that experience yourself if you want in your content, in your stories, how you show up. I love to crack jokes in my stories while I sell. I love to make ridiculous analogies to put a smile on your face and people often respond to these. Right, so you can create whatever sales experience would feel really exciting to you. And then to release your PTSD, so at some point you were using some method that caused guilt and shame. Okay, you've decided, okay, this doesn't align with my values. You have clarified how selling would actually feel really, really, really good to you and your clients. Now your job is to forgive yourself. To be your own best friend. If your friend came up to you and said, hey, I use this sales technique and I feel so bad. This isn't really how I wanted to sell, but I didn't know any better. What would you say to your friend? Hey, friend, it's okay. You made these decisions and you took these actions based on the knowledge you had back then. Now you have different knowledge and you're making different decisions. That is the only thing that matters. So giving yourself grace, forgiving yourself for using marketing or sales techniques that weren't in alignment with you, that is the way out of PTSD. Now, here's the fun thing. No, you're not greedy. You're striving for impact. You get to forgive yourself for whatever marketing or sales technique that you've used in the past and money has no meaning. So you can stop beating yourself up here. You can stop beating yourself up about the fact that you want money, that you are earning money, that you, or the fact that you've used sales techniques that you didn't like. Going forward, if you strive for honesty and impact and forgive yourself and, and, and alignment, really, and value-driven sales, I don't think that there is a limit. I don't think that there is greed. What I see is a really kind-hearted, wholehearted human being who's doing the best they can to change the world and make it a better place. And that is what really, really lights me up. That is the kind of vibe of people I want to support. But if I get to support such kind, wholehearted humans, spreading their words, their message, their impact, heck, I want to be a multimillionaire because I want to support each and every single one of you. Each and every single one of you. If my knowledge and expertise has the power to give you more time with your kids, reach more people and make a bigger impact, save so many relationships, heck, like there is no limit. There is no such thing as enough. As long as I have capacity, I will be doing that 
work. I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please leave a review. I really want this podcast to reach as many people as possible. Feel free to share it on social media with your business bestie. Feel free to share it with me even. You can tag me on your story so that I can take a look at which episode was that you loved the most. And remember, every month I am picking someone to come live onto the show and I would love to coach you as well. We can unpack in a coaching session pretty much anything you want. We can look at your offer suite. I could review your Instagram account. We could unpack limiting beliefs galore. I mean, I just really want to support you too. So feel free to leave a review. Let me know if you did so that I can put you into the raffle for this one-on-one coaching seat. And I'm sending you massive love. Go out, go change the world and stop putting limits on yourself content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing you all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you.